1080p 30fps. Yeah, boy. We're going to talk about... I forgot to get my notes up again. I was too busy looking at a really crap shopping drive through I'm mostly angry enough about mine that I have everything, have everything remembered, but I do need to find stats for things. Uh, I have... I don't have... I have eight pages of info on mine. I got... You saw my notes. Half a page, bitch. Short, short I've got sweet. one page, and then some on the back. But my handwriting's terrible, so you could probably condense that into about Don't three worry, I have an page. angry rant prepared to make up for the actual lack of notes on mine. I also have oh, an angry fine. rant prepared. I'll join in. I, I, we're opening up this one with an angry rant. Um... I have one too. <laughs> it's just the, the but therapy nobody episode. Told me about your one, so it's not on there. I'm sorry. Right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into it. So, um, uh, hello and welcome to Proof of Concept, the concept, no, the podcast about concept cars. I butchered that massively. You may you notice... try that again. No, I do not. Uh, we're doing it live. Uh, it's, it's New York and it's Saturday night or something like that. I don't know. You might notice the podcast looks pretty now because I didn't do it. Um, Abby, thank you. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot that this is a certain episode. I I have not done any of this, and this is the first time I've looked at this PowerPoint properly. So this is going to be a bit disjointed for a minute. I apologise. But yeah. you have no idea what's to come, and I'm <laughs> excited for that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, welcome. I, I, I was brought in as a as a judge. But I did last minute brought in my own car. So I think we're all just going to have to judge. But someone's going to have to take score. And we'll figure out who, who wins the worst one. Uh, so so we're having a bit of a change of format on, on the podcast now. So going off the episode 10, the van life one, I quite like the competition element. So uh, f- apart from special episodes from now on, it's going to be... Uh, we're all going to bring a concept each. And we're going to see who wins. Because that's fun. Anyway, this week we're on about uh, disappointing concept cars. So obviously, we've only talked about theoretical concepts here, none that have ever been released and, and what have you. What about ones that have been released, but the concept was so much more interesting that you know it's it's depressing to think of what we actually got. And uh, to talk about disappointing uh, reveals, we've got myself in the top left-hand corner. Uh, hi, that's me. I'm Alex. I'm speaking now. Dalen. Dalen, I'm in the middle there. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, also in the same car in this photo, I'm realizing. Yeah, that's the day I cut the floor out of Dalen's car. Is this, is this you flintstoning it? No, I, I had to weld the seat back in. That's, that's after we lowered it. And then I look like a two-year-old staring over the steering wheel. <laughs> Matthew. Hi, I'm Matthew, and I'm in the bottom left in probably one of the worst pictures of me I've ever seen. <laughs> I quite like that. You look quite approachable, apart from the fact you make... You also look like you tumped me in my MR2. <laughs> And uh, and Abby, the the self uh, imp- imp- implied imposed manager of the podcast. Yeah, no, that's that's me in the bottom right corner, not left. Um, yeah, sorry, Matthew, I didn't actually have any pictures of you. Um, surprisingly, you know, or unsurprisingly, would be a bit weird if I did. I just like how there's somebody just like being thrown into the MR2 in the background. That's me. That is me. That's Alex. Yep. If if you watch uh, if you watch the latest review uh, up now on uh, convertibles, uh, yeah, that, the, it's it's a it's a bit from that. So, now normally That's we open these by by me checking on what everyone else has gone up to in the week, but um, I, I I something happened this week and I'm pissed, so I I need to have a go at the Elon Musk worshippers and, and and that sort of thing. So oh, yes, okay. So have you all seen this 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 business about? BMW having you subscribe to use heated seats. 
Yes. Yes. It's bullshit. Yes. So to anyone who's watching and doesn't understand, um, BMW now are basically going to sell you a top spec car. No matter, you, you have no other choice. You have to buy the top trim, everything included on it. But you're not allowed to access any of the top trim bits that you have paid for and you own and are in your vehicle. You're not allowed to access them unless you pay a subscription service that lets you use the button. Hang on. Let me stop you right there and tell you. Yeah, but. Oh, Tyler, heated, Tyler, you've got it. already in the seat. And I can get a wiring diagram. I'm going to have heated seats. Well, this is the thing, right? Is, is, for a start, I mean, you don't even need to do, go that oh. far. If you want to, you can just get someone, you know, who's clever with a plug to go. And now you have access to the button. But but it's the fact that tech bros. Then you buy the warranty. But the thing is, right, the tech bot bros and all that are arguing that this is the best thing ever because it means now that. Oh, oh, but. Uh, it means you can add um, you can add heated seats to your car when you buy it second hand. And I'm like, yeah, but here's the thing: is you haven't added anything. You're not downloading heated seats. You're downloading the button. Ah! You wouldn't download a car. <laughs> but, but apparently, you would download access to to the. It's the stupidest. Th I think the best way I've I've described it was: imagine that you know you know those blank buttons you get in older cars. It's literally like yeah. They've learned it's cheaper to make one set of buttons and put them all there, but just don't turn the features on. Yeah, it, it, but, the, but these tech bros seem to think, but because it's on a screen, you've downloaded it. You've downloaded the physical part. You haven't paid for it. It's not included on the car until you download the physical part. I oh, it's it's. Do you want to know the most interesting part? I don't know if you can see the notes that I've included with it, but um. It's £15 a month rolling, so if you want to pay £15 a month, you pay £15 a month. If you've only got the car on lease for a year, you can pay, I think it's like £150 for the year. And then if you've got the car on lease for three years, you can pay £250 for three years of heated seats. And then Alternatively, you, yeah. they can kiss my ass. Mm, but if you want it unlimited, so if you, you know, say so you can afford to buy the car outright and you're not sure how long you're going to keep it for, and you've got money to burn, you can pay 350 quid to have unlimited access. But that's subject to whether the main dealer can actually do that or not. So they may not have the equipment to allow you to have unlimited access. And by the way, In that, that case, resets when you sell it to the next owner as well. Does it? Yeah, from what I've, I've read. Wow. So so what it is, is you rather than... that's bad, but it's, it's not nowhere near as bad as Tesla... Tesla's already implemented system of you have to pay a subscription to access the higher band or oh, the higher power band in their car. That the the thousand pound payoff to buy the yeah that see that one I can moderately yeah. understand because okay that's a one off payment <laughs> and it, you basically you know it's basically like a chip tune but at the same time you're charging a grand to make a car do the thing it's capable of doing anyway from a factory which is that's a bit crap. And then you reset that's it like, for that's the next like owner. buying a V8 and only only allowing six of the cylinders well, to like, be used. If you get a Hellcat, you get a red key and a black key. The, the red key is for 707 horsepower, and I think the black key is like limited to 500. Yeah. But they at least give you both the damn keys. But yeah, but what you've got to do is you've got to, you've got to pay a button. You've got, to, you've got to go onto your app, and then you've got to pay, spend a £1,000. And then what they do is they, they, the, you download the red key, 
the physical red key. It's it's just because Tech Bros. If, if you if you can do anything through a screen, Tech Bros. will think it's the best thing ever, and that's why the the, the only reason they'll defend that is because you can do it through a screen. I I, I bet you a million pounds if you had to spend spend a thousand pounds and they they'd had to bring you the key physically, they they think it's the worst thing ever. But because Elon Musk put it through a screen, the Tech Bros. are all about it. Oh, it's made Basically, me irrationally angry all we week. We don't like Tech Bros. No, me neither. But even then, the people who are in the tech community don't like tech bros either. So it's it's a mutual feeling, I think, for a lot of people. Dislike I, I guess them and dislike just, the way things are going. I just look at it as, I got free heated seats. I just got to figure out how to wire them. Well, uh, that's the thing is, I, yeah. I, 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 do you remember when the, the, the Nissan GTR came out and it was all about how... You, you know, we we have the the hardest to crack ECU ever. No one can crack into this. No one can turn the GPS limiter off. And it took them two weeks. Yeah, that's all I can think about with this. And I hope BMW loses billions on it because this is such a shitty business practice. Who was it that was trying to Toyota? The remote start feature is also you have to pay for it, right? Like you have the button on your fob or the ability to do it, but it's not supposed to work unless you pay them for the remote start. Oh, that's crap. I know VW has a similar thing with voice activation. Um, thing is, when it's, if it's a, excuse me, if it's a software thing, I I'm less annoyed at that. If you're just downloading software, then that's kind of you know you just you're paying a bit extra to have that software installed. I'm not egregious at that particularly. That 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 makes a semblance of sense to me because that is effectively like buying, you know extra software but it's when they're restricting you from using actual hardware that they've already installed and have in front of you like i i know a lot of car companies will do the thing where they put most of the optional extra stuff in the car they just don't plug it in or anything like that because it's not included or like like a lot of cars they've got the wiring for heated seats so they just don't have heated seats in them but you've got the wiring there so if you want to put the heated seats in you just put heated seats in but it's just i i what you were saying about software as well um Tesla, all of their software updates are free. But if you don't want to put that software update on because it does something to your car you don't like, then you can no longer use Tesla chargers because the Tesla will lock you out of it. I'm going to repeat the podcast's official stance is that Tesla is a sucky car company, potentially the worst car company, and it will be the only car company that never gets covered on the podcast. Unless it goes under. Yes, in which case we will just have one that just laughs. Do you know they haven't made a single profit on cars, ever? They would be. We, we could talk about <laughs> Tesla before Elon Musk got involved, because as much as people like to think that Elon Musk created it, mm. he fucking came in way later than... But you, yeah, you, I yeah, like 10 but minutes before I... the launch of the first uh, of the Roadster, didn't he? He's he like, hey, we're not making any money. Can you please come on and save our, our business? I was going to say, yeah, it, and when the I don't guys, think like, cars were in production yet when he came on, but they had already R&D'd the entire Roadster, which was an epic shit show, too. Yeah, it was two Silicon Valley guys where he wanted to make an electric car because they believed in the technology. And, like, after doing so much work to it, uh, te- uh, Elon came on as an investor. And basically, because he invested the most money, he wanted his name associated with the project. And when they went on and did an interview without him... He, got, he threw a hissy fit and basically used the board to kick them out of their own company. Elon Musk's a dick. Do you know the interesting thing? Actually, he, did, he so... didn't even create PayPal. Nope. He created a <laughs> company called X.com that because he, he had more money because you know he, he did a, a good deal in his youth. 
Oh, no, do, you know get, do you know where he gets his, his money from? His dad uh, mined emeralds in the, in apartheid. No, actually, he got his he got his money because he was able to sell uh, a banking algorithm when he was young. He, he did get money from his father, but just not as much as as you think. The the thing I find really funny as well is he got kicked out of PayPal because he was doing a really bad job of it. The other thing the, I find the funny really thing funny as well is he, he wanted to rename PayPal X.com so it still looked like his company was successful, even though it wasn't. <laughs> He, he's very good at buying companies and then just as long as he doesn't do it like spacex does fairly well because he's quite hands off from it from what i can tell whereas tesla anytime he does something with tesla the stocks just immediately plummet do you also know the theory that he wanted nothing to do with twitter and only used it as an excuse to sell a bunch of his stock while the market was hot and then torpedoed the deal later so it wasn't suspicious that he sold all that stock off he's being sued for it now it hasn't been confirmed but i heard that theory thrown out the other day Right, I think I think we've gone way too off kilter now. I think. I will just say to to link it back into concept cars. So you know the Tesla Roadster was originally a a, a Lotus Evora made electric. Did you know that yeah. Dodge also? Thought it was an Elise. No, yeah, it was an Evora. It was an Evora, the first one. Um, okay, that makes sense. It makes more sense because the Evora is a bigger car can handle. Um, did you know that uh, Dodge also uh, made a concept version of a electric Lotus about a year afterwards? We'll have to cover that someday. Anyway, so now we've had the rant section. Uh, oh, I'm up first. So this is my uh, my hat in the ring for the most disappointing uh, actual car that was brought out after the uh, concept. So this. Can I just say, is that you in the top left in that picture? Uh, no, that's me when I start balding <laughs> a bit more. Um, that is uncanny. It's just a man with glasses. Come on. I know I have no, a generic he's got, face. He's got the massive forehead as well. Matthew, oh. he's in the one that you submitted. <laughs> oh, oh, cheers. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Right, so I'm going to carry on now because you're all being mean to me again. Uh, this is this, so this was named Project, uh, and this is a very German name here, PD6TF. Right? And it started in 2003, and I am quoting here, over a few beers, because Smart, uh, obviously being Mercedes' kind of clever little uh, city car division, they wanted to build a Dakar Rally Raid vehicle with a turbo six-cylinder engine. And uh, they they said to all the suppliers, of whom Brabus, who is a, a tuning company, uh, was one of them, to say, Ah, yes, we would like this uh, this turbo six-cylinder engine. Could you build a turbo two-six-cylinder engine? Um, and Brabus just kind of went, yeah, fuck it, all right. So what they did was they took the already existing Smart Roadster, which is more or less what you're looking at here, um, which was really well-respected at the time. Um, a lot of people complained because it had a sequential gearbox, which was very, very slow. Uh, but other than that, I think this was how how heavy was it? This thing was eight hundred and fifteen kilograms. So this thing is light, lightweight, and it's very similar in size to my MR2. So this is three point four meters long, one point six meters wide, and one point six uh, one point two meters high. Uh, whereas my MR2 is three point eight meters long, uh, also one point six meters wide, and also one point meters. So it's imagine my MR2 but slightly shorter and about hundred kilograms lighter. Um, it had a automated manual, but again, people complained about it not particularly being very powerful. So the original Auto 60 is 10.6 seconds, and again, that gearbox was a bit naff. 
and it was powered by a, a three-cylinder 0.7 litre turbo. So Brabus went, ah yes, as you would like a uh, turbo V6, what we shall do is take this six, uh, this three-cylinder engine and we shall put two of them together at the middle and we shall make them a twin-turbo V6. And that's what they did. So this is a 1.4 twin-turbo V6 mid-engined sports car that weighs... Um, how much does it weigh? 840 kilos. 0.8 of a ton. This would make... Let's have a look. 170 horsepower. Uh, and it would... Uh, up from 61 horsepower from the the, to- uh, the, the stock one. And they... Yeah, that doesn't sound like much, but when you put it in a car that small... Yeah. So, I've actually got here... The original Note 60 was... Sorry, the original Note 62 was 10.9 seconds. Um, the Brabus version managed it in 5.7 seconds and could go up to 140 miles an hour. Now, if you compare that to the original Lotus Elise, uh, which only stopped production two years before, and bear in mind, Lotus Elise, very well-known sports car, very renowned for being fast and lightweight and everything, that did Note 62 in six seconds, which is obviously 0.3 seconds slower, and only did 126. So this is faster than a Lotus. That is ridiculous. Yep. It gets even better as well, right? So, you know how I said the, the original gearbox is rubbish? Yeah. They put in a six-speed manual from a... Uh, what is it? A f- Smart 4.4, the, the diesel one. So the big, ugly, sort of, whatever car. Uh, and they they couldn't get the clutch pedal to work somehow. I think they, they actually didn't have enough space to fit, like, a manual clutch or something like that. It was some reason... So they had to limit it to, even though it's still a six-speed box, you can only have the f- first five gears. They didn't say why, that was just it. And it's now a sequential manual as opposed to a three-pedal manual, which is a bit of a shame, but that's still an improvement. And also, because they didn't have um, enough space in the back now for the original fuel tank, they've had to put a racing, like, actual racing bladder in the front. Uh, so that's a 50-litre... So this has more fuel than my MR2 as well. Uh, a 50-litre actual race tank at the front, you know, the, the plastic pedal ones. Uh, they had to change all the suspensions to the engine, because it's a fairly sizable engine now. They had to change it all to make that fit. Um, and in order to make space for all of this and to keep, you know, things working, they had to get rid of a couple of things. So they managed to keep the ABS. They did, however, take out the power steering, the stability control, the traction control, the air conditioning, and my favourite thing they took out, and this wasn't for weight savings, they took out the radio, um, so you wouldn't spoil the sound of the engine while you were driving, which I think is fantastic. And uh, and then they gave it all this luxury sort of Alcantara, diamond quilted leather, really, really nice, high-quality interior. Uh, extended the wheel arches out so it looks, you know, quite cool. And yeah, so it, it's also it's also a target top, so it's the best form of convertible. And and I think this thing absolutely fucks. This is one of the coolest things. And if you watch on Top Gear, they actually did a road because they had ten of these. They did a road review of one of these um, on Top Gear. Absolutely loved it because it's got perfect fifty-fifty weight distribution. So apparently, this thing—if you wanted to do any corner at speed, you just really easily power slide it. And uh, and everyone who drove this loved it. And I think this is the coolest thing, small uh, sports car-wise, I've ever seen.
Hello? I'm thinking yeah, um, about an answer. <laughs> I just went dead silence. I was like, oh no, I, I have lost everyone. <laughs> the, 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 the real car that came out. Well, this is the real car that came out. Now, you'll notice it looks moderately similar. Um, but it's got a radio. Yeah, and um, it didn't have the nice fancy interior, and they didn't put that V6 in. So, the original complaint with the Smart Roadster is it was too expensive. And this one here, in 2004, uh, costs 30... Uh, sorry, 330,000 euros. Which, um... I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, so uh, you were paying supercar prices for a smart car? A smart. Yes. Now, they they did say that if they did manage to make it, it would probably... Did it come with a free SLR? Are you forgetting that part? Like, you buy one, you get an SLR for free? The, yeah, you actually get one. It's a two-for-one deal. Um, you know... But they they did say if if they actually sold them, the estimated release cost would have been around sixty five thousand uh, dollars in two thousand four money, which adjusted for inflation, that would be about a hundred thousand dollars today, which is. Cool, I think I just had a heart attack. Yeah. That's quite meaty. Yeah. So what they did was they did this instead. Now this is effectively just the standard car. Um, so on the standard car, the original. Uh, had rear drum brakes uh, on the V6 when they had discs all around, and I think on this one they actually did give it discs at the back. Um, and they they tuned the engine a bit, so it does still have the original three-cylinder turbo, but this now now makes um, 100 horsepower, and it'll do 0-62 in 9.8 seconds. So it was it was a bit faster than the original Roadster, but that that's it. Um, it's just a slightly spicy Roadster, which has the widest if you look it's got slightly wider hips at the back that is brabus um and they give it these brabus wheels uh, but that's a bit unfortunately the the, the brabus roaster wasn't nearly as exciting as it could have been and i think that's the most disappointing thing in the world because this is still a pretty good car unfortunately the gearbox is crap on them uh but tiny tiny little mid-engine roadster weighing nothing that's cool to me but the fact they went from that awesome little 1.4 litre twin turbo V6. I think that's a bit gutting. And it's not even the last Roadster on this list. Oh no. It looks a bit like you know like the really cheap knockoff iPods from the era. It looks like that with like the cheap bits of plastic especially in the silver. It just looks really cheap. I think it's the headlights. In the last picture from the front the car looks like it's grinning like an idiot. I like yeah. that. I, I, I think, don't like the plastic. Uh, yeah, the, the plastic doesn't it's help. Still, and I think the headlight shape doesn't help either. It still has like the grey trim, like base model plastic on what's supposed to be the expensive one. Yeah, all of them had that. Um, mm. I fe- if, oh no, this one didn't. The actual concept didn't. Um, yeah, if you're paying a hundred thousand pounds for a car, you don't want the big piece on the front to be plastic. This one wasn't a hundred thousand. I think this was sixty odd thousand. Which be you say adjusted for inflation was about a hundred thousand. This one would have been. Oh, okay. Right. So how much was that? I would have much out? rather paid for that though than what I mean. At least for that, you yeah. feel like you got something special. For this, you feel like you got screwed. Yeah, it's just it. It's like sixty for spicy V six, silly roadster. It's fun. 
And I, I'm disappointed the only guy. Uh, the 100 horsepower is fair for this chassis, I think. But well, yeah, it, I think it, it still, not it, it still has the nine... terrible. Sorry, go on. Does it still have like the terrible transmission that yeah. they didn't change at all? Yeah. Okay, if they just put a normal manual trans in it, or or even a torque converter automatic probably would have done better than that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this one uh, could do not 62 in 9.8 seconds, so it's not even that quick. Which is that's uh... like a round what my truck does. My MR2 is about three seconds faster than that, and my MR2 is about 100 kilograms heavier, and only makes 30 horsepower more. And that's... Well, it did when it left the factory. Well, Not yeah. so much now. Oh, it probably makes that horsepower. It just um, it doesn't go in a straight line very well anymore. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. Another run for another day. <laughs> but no, it's it's a real shame, and I get why they couldn't. Because obviously, you couldn't sell this for a hundred grand, could you? Uh, I mean, you no, couldn't sell this no. for 100 grand. I mean, that is, I think you, while it's got You stand a lot better chance of selling that for a price than you do this. Mm. If you did, like, if you if you go back one, go back. If you if you did, like, a batch of those, like, a, a hundred of those, and sold them as, like, a proper collector car, you could probably sell them for, like, 150, 200,000. Somebody would pay that for a small run of those, especially if you let the SCCA guys read the rule book real quick. The the problem with these, so these and, were and Gordon like Murray would have one money. in a heartbeat, wouldn't he? Gordon Murray did have one. Gordon Murray had one of these for twelve years, I think, as his daily driver. That's what I'm saying. He'd have the other one. Oh yeah. When... Which is because this was about nine eleven Carrera four money, I think. So you have to have to ask yourself: Would you have a nine nine six Carrera four or one of these? And I can kind of see I would why... have whatever had the most Alcantara in it. <laughs> so, so I'm a huge fan of Alcantara. Yeah, I don't know why. Alcantara's crap. <laughs> I hate Alcantara. So yeah, whatever's got the most in, I'm there. It's just great. It feels great. It's it's a great material. So whatever's got the most, give me that one. No but real on, Next one. Uh, we haven't rated it yet. We've, we've all got to give our scores. Oh. So, uh, I, thought, I thought we were going to pick one at the end. No, no. Okay, you, go we, we've got to okay. score them as we go. Who's keeping uh, count of scores? Oh, God. I, I'll do that because I have my phone open already. So I, oh. I'm going to say on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, so disappoint, most disappointing being 10 and the least disappointing being 1, uh, I'm going to say this for me, a solid 7. I think I think I have to say a 6. What about you, Abby? How disappointing are you? Five. Are we just going to get four, three, two, one as we go now, or? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking five because this is I... disappointing. It's very disappointing that they did it like this, but also not surprising at all. Also, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's an understandable choice to make, and actually, the car they came out with wasn't awful. I, I can't go any higher mad. than a six because the actual original car, like. Isn't that exciting? It's exciting, but not. It's still a smart car. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with that Matthew. completely. I'm gonna go five too. Oh, I thought you guys would be all over this. So this so one gives five, you... five, five, six, seven. Yeah, which adds up to numbers. Bear with while I do this. It's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Score of twenty-eight for that one. Right then. So up next we have. Oh, we have Dalen's thing. That is right. a grady picture. Yeah, yeah, this is the only picture I could find of this thing. So, in mid to late 90s, 
sport trucks became a thing. You had your first gen Lightnings with 351, the 454 SS with the 7.4 V8 in them. Well, when they went to the second generation of those, Ford came out with the S50 Lightning, now with a 5.4 liter supercharged engine. 385 horsepower. Um, so, this was supposed to be the, uh, GM's answer to the second generation Lightning. So now we have the new platform GMT 800 two-wheel drive uh, short bed rugger cab truck here. As rack and pinion steering, cold spring front suspension, fully boxed frame, um, a new LS platform engine. We have a six liter with, I believe, the 806 heads from the LS1, and a cam now and uh, higher compression now making 395 horsepower. So more power than Lightning, naturally aspirated, so simpler setup. Going through a modified 4L60E transmission that. I believe would have eventually what became the 6570 later. And then they did stock brakes all around because the new brakes in the 800 were pretty good. The 18 inch wheels, uh, I believe it said was lowered an inch and a half in the front, four inches in the rear on box springs in the front and modified leaf spring packs in the rear. So all this, and then they just color match some things, put a basic interior in it. So you have a very simple, fun, usable sport truck here. So this is effectively just, you know, uh, the the regular truck with a massive, massive engine in it. Yes, and then which is exactly what a sport truck should be. So an actual then, utility vehicle, but spicy. Yes, this this actually I believe would have towed more, like been much safer towing than like supercharged lightning, just the heat management and everything else. Of course, they yeah, didn't do that. They they never built this. They drug their feet for a couple of years on their sport truck, and then came up with next slide, please. This piece of shit. Oh. Why the absolute fuck did they use an extended cab for the sport truck? I was just yeah. about to say that. That yeah. makes no sense. Uh, okay, so Dodge had the crew cab, but Dodge had a Viper V10, so you could excuse the four doors. <laughs> they had both. They were the one. They had. Yeah. You got. Manual trans or automatic regular cab or the automatic crew cab. I've got a check yeah, but Dodge as well. always get a pass because they're just bonkers. Yeah, I don't like this oh, it's, it's as well. They, they somehow make the, the headlights look worse by not having the chrome separator piece. Oh, that's a different front end altogether. That's the cat eye front end. Okay. So oh, yeah. by 2002, for the, this was actually 2003 was the first year for the SS. We have the facelift of the 800 chassis. And with the cat eye front ends, I personally prefer... I, if anyone from the U.S. listens to this, they'll probably mad at, mad at me for this. I refer to cat eyes as parts trucks. <laughs> yeah, the early 800s look better, especially the HD front ends. Is that so this we one did? Here? The about there? Yeah, it's yeah, not an HD front end, but that's the early 800 front end. That looks a lot better. Yeah. So they do the cat eye front end. So the facelift is already hideous. They have the ugly taillights in the back. We have. Did not get a special engine at all for this. This has the LQ9, 320 horsepower, the same engine you get like a Denali um, or H2. It is a 10 to 1 compression 6 liter, but it's just, it's the regular high compression 6 liter for all the trucks. 320 horsepower on this instead of the 395 in the concept. The transmission is that same 4L70E automatic. Now we have all wheel drive. Which, okay, cool, all-wheel drive sport truck sounds good. No, to do that, that means they use the four-wheel drive frame, which has torsion bar front suspension and a reciprocating ball steering box, I believe. So that's worse. 
It's a lot yeah, so worse. It, it'd be way less sporty chassis, way heavier, way uglier, and less power. Uh, to be fair, wasn't the SVT Lightning rear-wheel drive as well? Yes. Yes, it was. So, like, there was no so were the there. Viper trucks. Yeah. This was the only all-wheel drive sport truck. I mean, to be fair, they're kind of going back to the Cyclone thing, but again, that actually was kind of cool. This isn't. Well, the Cyclone's a really small truck, which is what I like. Uh, the, like, the, the Cyclone yeah. and, and the... the Typhoon. Yeah. They're this both really small cars. basically just the Denali chassis, like you got from the SUVs, but with leak springs in the rear still, and it's the same performance stuff. There's nothing really spicy here. It got... Uh, what is what's wrong wheels. with Chevy? Why do they keep ruining cool trucks like like the the Blazer? They ruined that. They turned it into a crossover. Well, that's just the entire industry just is turning every crossover into like, everything. Like, hey, at least Jeep the brought back a full frame wagon here. The Ford Bronco's cool. I like the new Bronco. The, the, is it know, which one's the, which one's the, the Bronco that looks cool and which one's the crap Bronco? Because there's, there's the Bronco and the Bronco. Oh, the Bronco Sports, Sports, the one that looks like shit. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah, the Bronco and the Blazer were were like the the also, enemies for, for years um, and years and years, and then they've brought back the new Bronco and it looks awesome, and then they've brought back the new Blazer and it looks fucking awful. It says something when you got bloody Mitsuoka making the I think it's the Trail Blazer or the Buddy or something like that, which is a better looking version of the bloody Blazer, but it's a Toyota Rav4 underneath. I like those actually. Mm, oh, I think Mitsuoka yeah. makes really cool looking things. I love their Rockstar. But yeah, the the other bad point with the SS coming out when it did is it came out exactly at the same time as the SRT10. Yeah. So now we have your big lazy all-wheel drive terrible slow sport truck coming out at the same time as a Ram with big with big brakes, a six-speed manual, and a Viper motor. See th- this <laughs> as a foreigner looking in, right? I look at this, you're you're ridiculously powerful, burning the rear wheels up, just middle finger to the world, makes no sense to make a brick go this fast machine. That, to me, is what American vehicles are all about. You know, the whole excess for the point of excess. There's nothing, no logical here, just brute force and pig iron. And then I see this, and that's what they make of it, and then that is what American vehicles kind of are to the mainstream, aren't they? Just a bit sad, it, quite ugly. It's and the official pickup truck of drug dealers. Yeah, I just... if if the concept passed you on the motorway, if it overtook you, you you you'd think what a cool what a cool truck. If this passed you, you'd want to kill yourself. <laughs> My favorite thing about the concept is that it's subtle. Mm. Most people are not going to recognize that as anything special, which maybe is one reason they went the way they did. But, but the thing is, if, if they're going to go that way, they didn't even make a big because po- if you look at the SVT Lightning, the body kit on that thing is the most showy offy thing you'll ever see. Mm. This just, it looks like a regular truck the, to me. The first gen lightnings are actually very subtle. It's The second which gen, is though, that, which would have been out by now at this point. Yeah. So, they did this, and the, the other bad thing about this is that you're talking about phoning it in. On the first generation trucks, they didn't do anything special there. They put spring shocks and a bigger motor and, trans- and some transmission stuff. That's all they did to that truck. There wasn't a lot going on there. This, they put a lot more effort into making this worse. Yeah. I just it's think... got a body kit specific to it. It's got a gauge cluster, again, specific to it. I mean... But how have they done that to make it look... It's got a specific body kit that looks more average than you could... Like, 
That looks. It almost looks like an Escalade front bumper that they cut some holes in. Yeah. Now that I look at it. Oh, that's though. That definitely has to be the same vents as like the Escalade. That's, I just thought of the bumper just looks like an Escalade bumper yeah. put on there that's made to fit the Chevy a little better. It, it it's crap. Like it just looks like they've just stuck SS badge on the side of a regular truck. You know, it would have been better off leaving the factory bumper on the truck. I'm just you know, saying. you know when you see it's people really that drive around in a modified and like and even that it's like a diesel BMW 5 series or something like that, a regular stock one, and they stuck an M badge on the side. That's what this looks like to me. A Chevy that they've gone, oh, here's my SS badge, and just glued it on the side. They bought that for ten pence down Halfords, and then now that's their sport truck. Yeah, but boomers yeah. like that. Yeah, also, that's true. At the, if I remember, I think it was about the same time the Trailblazer SS came out. That one actually got a somewhat spicy motor put in it. This one well, didn't. So. Don't forget the Cobalt SS you could have got with the uh, naturally aspirated Ecotech as an SS-only trim package, or you could have got it with the LSJ. Yeah. Why is it the SS? Uh, Super GM sport. really likes the Nazis. Yeah. It's because the Super Sport name was the, the their big thing back in the sixties, and then, yeah, it's a it's a boomer thing, really is. Mm. Uh, I do you know what I because we are, I'm realizing that time is ticking away. I'm going to give my rating of this one. This thing is is pro, I'm going to say this is a six. That is really disappointing, actually. And again, I don't even I'm think to say that that's a, that's a bad vehicle that came out. Uh, I just that is so generic and. Hmm. That's a six from me. Anyone else want to give um, their rating? I'm going to give it a 5.5 5 on the disappointment. Oh, you've got to make it complicated, haven't you? Oh, okay. Just adding to the <laughs> maths I've got to do. Someone give me a 4.76. <laughs> Alright then, 4.76. Oh, I give it a pie. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I Like, guys... My, I can't do maths after A-levels, okay? My brain stopped understanding what maths was at that point. Nobody told me I wasn't allowed to use point fives. I thought point fives were allowed. Point fives are fine. I just... Stop giving me complex stuff, guys. 7.76, please. 7.76. I was expecting 7.62 on that one, to be honest. Math, what score oh. are you going to give me? I should have done ammo. It'll have to come later. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 6.22. 6.22. Oh, for God's sake. I love making your life more difficult. Uh, and Dalen, I think it's just you we're, we're, we're waiting on. Yeah, it's like an 8. Well, I, no, not an 8. I mean, I, I know it's old GM, so they always do stupid shit. So, yeah, it's a 7. 7. So... Oh, for God's sake. Uh, has anyone got a calculator to hand? Oh, for God's sake. I got a phone. Right, okay, yeah, so... Give me the number. Six add seven. I can do that one. That's 13. Add what, what five... were the numbers again, sorry? 6.22 is mine. 6.22, 7.76, 5. I changed mine to 7.62 now. Oh, for God's sake. Right, we've got 7.62... <laughs> Add 6.22, add 7, <laughs> add 6, add 5.5. 7 and 6, normal numbers. 32.34. <laughs> Jesus, right, okay, uh, what's next then? Oh, this is, this is Tyler. 
Ah, the nineteen ninety one Dodge Neon Concept. This this is everything about why Chrysler did lots of drugs. So what you got here oh, is a B pillarless design. Oh, don't even worry. That's not even the worst part of the car. <laughs> so we got these awesome doors you see that power slide open. And that's electric Chrysler 1991. Oh, it's, it's just like a, a Peugeot 2008 or 2007. Uh, it gets better. The entire roof is a uh, fabric soft top that slides all the way back. And the rear window slides down into the trunk. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. I like that. Like, um, what's the... That Until somebody stabs off. holes in the top of your neon. But yeah. So the back trunk lid is power. It comes up and the rear bumper actually slides out to make it easier to load the trunk on power. The hood is a power flip forward one. And uh, you see that horrible looking center console in the picture where it shows you the seats lay flat? Yeah. That's a trash compactor. Oh. That's... I don't know what it does with the trash at that point, but it compacts your trash. <laughs> Yeah, because we all eat that, that much so chewing gum while we're on the move, you know. But all that aside, the car feels so unnecessarily American. This, oh, it gets this worse. Looks this looks un unnecessarily this French to me. This does weirdly. Hang on a second, though. The worst part of this car has nothing to do with any of that. It's under the hood. Oh dear. This had a 1.1 liter three-cylinder. Oh. That made 100 horsepower. Oh, that's It was bad. a two-stroke. That's a it's two -stroke. a two-stroke. It has got direct injection running a thousand psi at the injector tips. Oh no! That... Um, so this engine was designed in combination with Chrysler and Mercury Marine. Now, when I say two-stroke, this is a very cheap two-stroke where the cylinder head and the engine block are one piece, so there is no head gasket. You just slide the cylinder kit up into the bottom, like you would on a four-wheeler engine, not like the two strokes that are in my bus where they actually have a separate block and cylinder head and oh, all that. God. This is an outboard motor stuck in a car, isn't it? It is, because Mercury Marine worked on it. Now, oh, I can't God. find much info on the 1.1 liter that was allegedly in this concept, but they had a 1.5 liter supercharged that made 95 horse and 128 foot-pounds of torque that they how put over 100,000 miles. So, hang on, so how do they make less power with Force induction and more displacement. I'm getting to it. Calm down. <laughs> so they built that one to road test over 100,000 miles of testing. But this engine had the direct fuel injection, had EGR, two spark plugs per cylinder. Oh, it's a twin spark. It was made to be like a. Mi yeah. Oh, there we go. It's the best engine in the world then. You should have said you should open with that. As we all know, <laughs> twin sparks are the best technology in the world, and I'm not biased. So when the car went into production in 95, this engine obviously didn't make it into there. But they had tried all the way up till 97 before the EPA just said no. The NOx emissions are way too high. Oh, um, and it also used more fuel than the 2-liter 4-stroke that came in it, but it was going to be a really, really cheap engine. And best I can tell, the 2-stroke was only made into a 5-speed manual transmission. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Like, unapologetic. I would drive it, though. That sounds fun. That it, engine should have made it into the yeah, Gen 1 Neon. It sounds like it would be awful to drive, but it looks so cool. I know. I hate the way this looks. This looks like every concept car of, hey, okay. look at this thing we can take to the beach. So, Perfectly accentuated by the fact that, A, the photo is on the beach, and B, it's got a surfboard on it. But it looks like everybody, like, oh, look, this is the, the new Beetle. Look how beachy it is. So but this is a 91 Neon concept. They drew it in 1987. Okay, it looks more yeah, futuristic than when it came out. I'll give it that. Chrysler in the 80s was just piles and piles of drugs in the office. That's was all it was. Is this the Lea Coca period? 
Yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, because obviously the whole point of the neon was so the next slide. That this is the production neon, right? Yes, which, that is that is the disappointment we ended up with. Which, which all of those are either race cars or they smell like cigarettes and disappointment. Yeah, but the thing is, right? They they it saved Chrysler, right? The neon was what ultimately pulled Chrysler out of thingy because this was yeah, it was cheap... made to be a direct competitor with like uh, a Honda Civic. So it's a cheap economy car to use daily. Can you imagine having to use a two-stroke every bloody day? A well, the production would... engines weren't that great either. You guys got a 1.8 liter that made 131 horsepower. I always forget that we had And then these. we had an option of two different two liters, a single overhead cam or a dual overhead cam, making 132 or 150. But a uh, five-speed manual was the, the transmission option, or you could have got a three-speed torque flight automatic. I cannot imagine how terrible that is. Oh, God. But uh, it's on some 13-inch wheels there, looking mint in its uh, spec there. You want to know something I have uh, found kind of interesting, though? There was no trim level where you had the option of power windows on the back doors if you got the four-door. That's a fairly common thing uh, from this period. Uh, in fact, Abby has the top trim or second top trim Fiesta from 2014, and that also doesn't have power rear windows. What? I just... my, my sister's had power rear windows. I yeah, the like US market ones get them. your windows in the back, you know? It, I like it, to make my passengers suffer. There's, there's a genuine thing. I, like, a lot of economy cars I've been in, cheap economy cars, have no power windows in the back. That is not something that's very common in the US. Yeah, but you guys did, however, do the, um, the Malibu, the four-door Malibus, where they just didn't make the back windows open. Oh, I hate that. Yes. I, what, Same with I... my last two cars. <laughs> operational back windows. I saw something <clears throat> recently, which was it was like a big SUV of some kind, but the rear window is one of those pop-out ones. So you've got a fully openable door, but you can only open the window like the tiniest crack to get the bit of air out. You can't even get air in through them. That's how the back doors of my dually are. Yeah, but this is pretty, that, that's that's a pickup truck. That's a utility vehicle. This is a a, a crossover SUV of some description. I can't, It's quite a new one as well. Really dismal looking Off thing. Off-out windows are underrated. Off-out really windows are fine on a hatchback or on a on a you know a pickup truck. I wish we would bring back the three-quarter like the wing windows. Yes, uh, yes, yes, absolutely, Just, yes. And the ball vents. Yes. 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 All the windows. I no, you know, I think we should bring back windows you can see out of properly. No, no I'm It'll not never saying. catch on. I'll never catch underrated. on. Sure, I, 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 drove... I just say, it, as sad as it is that they got rid of the slidey doors on this neon, and the very, very cool roof idea with the, the back window disappears into the, the boot, it, it is so nice to see them upgrade the wheels. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you know what these wheels remind me of? Do you guys... I think it was Mazda that did it. Mazda had like the, the teddy bear wheels, or was it VW? AW, yeah, that's that's what these look like to me. Regardless, they are disgusting in every possible way. I'm, I'm going to make the argument thing. that the entire concept is disgusting in every single way. I, I hate oh, it. Not, I hate every bit of it, but I wanted that engine so bad. I do, I do like this the way this looks. Yeah. I, I like, but the imagine roof if it was idea. a two-stroke. The roof idea seems like it would be a, a Citroen C2 Pluriel, but slightly less terrible. The one problem I see. With, uh, uh, the Citroen the was actually a heavy inspiration to that. Oh. The, the problem with the slide, the the power rear window on that one, is that you I imagine the only place that window could go was into the trunk. So if you have anything into the trunk, you can't open your window. 
Yeah. But that's like a no. Also, no, Chrysler, you could. It would just break the window doing it. Ah, yeah. Well, you don't. You don't oh, need they that. wouldn't tell you. Okay, that that'd be a note that came out like uh, six months later, after the car came out. After it destroys everywhere window the second time that somebody tries to open it and forgets they have a box in the back. To me, it's one that, of those cars that would be a ugly meme. but cool. Every uh, dealership service department would have this thing posted on the wall as a meme. I will say, to me, this looks oddly European, which is strange for Chrysler. Like, it, it looks sort of Well, French it was made German. to directly target Japanese market small commuter cars in the U.S. Hmm. So I think they were trying to move away from the typical vision of what you think a Dodge or a Chrysler product was, which actually would have been, what Dodge or Plymouth, I think, were the two nameplates that the Neon was under. Chrysler. Uh, there were Chrysler Neons, too, in the U.S. Okay, we had, we, so oh, they we, did all three we, we only got them as Chrysler Neons over here. See, the thing I find with this, right, is this This to me looks like a, hey, look, this is our super high futuristic, uh, look at us looking into the future kind of concept. Whereas this, to me, looks like Chrysler going, oh, hey, let's build a car that people actually want to buy, which they but did. who would want to buy that? A lot of You'd people. It saved Not a lot Chrysler. of people. It saved Chrysler. I mean, it did, but it was very depressing. It wasn't like you were happy. You were crying when you signed the papers, but they weren't the tears of joy. The majority of neons do smell like cigarettes and depression. Okay, I, I'm going to go yeah. a bit against Brandt here. I actually really like the Neon. I think it's actually a really cute little car. Yeah. I will send you one right now. Do it. I, I actually get excited seeing Neons on the road. Um, You've seen one in real life? Yes. In fact, someone at my uni had one. I think they had a second gen. Um, one of my friends in high school had an SRT4 Neon. The SRT4 is car. very cool. See, not living in a deprived part of the UK, I've never seen one. So. Yeah, deprived. You lived in fucking Luton. <laughs> you probably haven't seen one because it's been nicked three times and then set on fire. <laughs> anyway, UK beef aside, I I'm sorry. I, I don't think this is a disappointing car. I think I think the actual production one was significantly better than every single way than the the, the concept. I'm going to give this one a zero. Actually, I'm I not, think I, I think the the production car is better, but it's nowhere near as unique or interesting or cool. I just want that two-stroke. Why the fuck did they not give me a two-stroke? Because it's a bad idea. Shut up. I don't care. Go on. Uh, come on. Let's, let's if it doesn't scores. have a head gasket, I can't blow a head gasket. It's going to get a lot of boost. And nitrous. And nitrous. Come on. Oh, let's let's, let's see some uh, some scores on the doors here again, guys. What, what, what are we rating it? I'm giving it a zero. I'm, 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 actually... I'm giving it a ten. It should have had a two-stroke. I'm going. I'm going with six, honestly, because as much like okay, the neon ACR is one of the best things in the world. However, I I wanted those stupid doors and well, and soft top. So I'm, I'm going to give seven. it a solid five, five and a seven. Okay, seven because it's fucking vile. <laughs> no, it's not vile. Look at it. It's, it's cute. <laughs> it's making me want to gouge my eyes out. It's a happy-looking car. It's like a Twingo, but American. No, it's not. It no. is. It looks like the front end of it just frog. looks like it wants to paint a wall with the inside of its head. Oh, seen... don't be mean to my boy. <laughs> it looks Have like you not something with a really fat foot, except <laughs> for a frog. No, Dad, you're being mean to my. I like the neon. I'm I'm moving Fucking away dial. now. You're bullying neon too much. Ooh, hello. Hang on, we didn't oh, add up my score. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, Twenty-eight. There. That's, there, there. That's all you need to do with the neon is that ad right there. 
Wait, wait, what? Uh, yeah, that's exactly. Where it's am I sitting at at points? What's everyone's points at? So, we have currently winning uh, the GMT 800 two-wheel drive V8 truck, as I've written it down here, with a 32.34. <laughs> Thank you, all of you, for your decimals. And the Neon and the Brabus both tying at 28. Ah, not last. But the, the trick was to be first. I I want to know I about this. I just want to be podium. I'm I'm very. What's what's Abby? This is yours, isn't it? It is. I went very. I need one. <laughs> so this is uh yeah the Renault Twin Run, not Twin Go, Twin oh. Run. Uh, it's from. It was introduced in 2013. Monaco, Monaco, Monaco. Actually, I think you find um, it's Mono Run now. They've changed the name. <laughs> Don't do this to me. I'm barely functioning as it is. <laughs> uh, mid-engine, 3.5 litre, 320 horsepower V6. What? From the... Yeah. It's also rear-wheel drive. And uh, mid-engined. And mid-engined. Uh, the engine is a rebadged, highly modified Nissan VQ35DE, which was used... Oh no, it sounds horrible. Yeah. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) It was was that, but it it, had been um, Frenchified. I think it's just the core components. Um, You say Frenchified, do you mean that the wiring's a lot worse and it's probably going to catch on fire? Exactly, it adds spice to it. There is nothing yeah, wrong with yeah, French wiring. I, I, do, I, I will not accept that. <laughs> hey, Matt, has your, has your okay, battery I... died at any point this week? No, My... not this week, but last week, yes. <laughs> I, I'm excited for the VQ for, uh, catching fire with French influence. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a part of it that I don't actually really understand, but I just wanted to say this sentence. It features a dry sump lubrication system. <laughs> dry Ooh. sump lubrication <laughs> That's spicy. That's, that, um, that's kind of spicy. I, I'm seeing they're very clearly basing a lot of the design on the uh, the Renault Five, which is uh, yes. Yes. So okay, when I think of it as a modern Five, I like it a little more. Yeah, it's designed in tribute it to. Need more, it does need more box flares. It it really does. Well, why is there not box flares? I, I don't know. Also, why could they not find an engine from one of the companies they're involved with? Why did they have they to are. go to Nissan? Renault and Nissan are involved. They are involved with Nissan. As yeah. They are. They literally oh. are. Uh, Damn it! All the um, the Renault. Sorry, all the Nissan Micros are rebadged Renault Clios, if I remember correctly. The, I didn't uh, know that. We don't get those. You don't want them. Why yeah. the uh, the uh, Renault um, LM, LMS one, whatever the the uh, GT3 car they built has a VQ in it. What's the VR38? It's a VR38 based engine, actually. So if we had an option to Nissan and we could have got engines, why didn't we get the V8? Because the original, um, the original Renault Five. No, the Renault Five was originally a four-cylinder turbo, wasn't it? Not a V6. Yeah. So why did we put the V8? Nissan makes the 5.6 I, liter. I don't think you realize just how small your... the um, the Twingo is. Yeah, and it's it's. Part we don't need room the, for people. Hire a smaller driver. I've dealt with the feet. It's not actually a small engine either. <laughs> well, yeah, it's I, 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 the whole rear of the car. I don't think it's exactly tiny. I don't know why you guys are... I don't know why you're slagging this off. This is dope as hell. 
Yeah. She's funky, uh, fresh, and flight. Great. Yeah. yeah continuing it... on with the stuff they did. Got a twin clutch, six speed sequential. Six. Oh no. <laughs> I want it. I want a manual. No, yeah. please. I am much more on short on board with the dual clutch in this nonsense. Uh, double wishbone suspension and Collins spring shock absorbers. A tribute to the R5 turbo. Uh, it was produced by Torque Engineering and Pocklain Vecchelier, the French. Uh, but it was designed by a guy called, oh God, I googled how to say his name, but now I can't say it. Cabba Whittinger. Um, I looked him up on Instagram. He's, he's done some really, really good like concept cars and he's had a lot of input into a lot of cars that I like now. So it's not a surprise that I like what he did with this. So, yeah, he, he's really cool. What he did with this is very, very interesting. Uh, it's mainly made of carbon fibre. It weighs 950 kilograms. Ha! That's more than I am up to. Suck it. Sorry. Yeah. 43.57 weight distribution, and there's 0 to 62 in 4.5 seconds. And I, it goes I, sideways very, very easily. I, I want that a lot. It is Sounds very like cool. an angry elephant. I really, yeah. really want that. Even if Why it's just the appearance package, I want that. That's that's cool as hell. Why aren't square fog lamps a more common thing? Yeah, that's way cooler than all your light bars. That I've never. What seen is with your guys' unhealthy obsession with fog lamps? They're cool. Rally. They're useless, but they're cool. You, you put them everywhere, front of the car, back of the car. Is there one in your glove box? You got one that shines at your face when you drive. Right. Just in case Legally, you we only have to have rear ones. However, I am going to be installing. Uh, uh, two more pairs on the front end of mine uh, to make it look more rally. But, like, I vote you do what I do. I've got LED off. light pods on the back of every one of my trucks facing about windshield height on cars, so when people tailgate you, you can blind them. That's a good idea. I might do that, except my car's not big enough to do that. See, if you You'd have to put them like, on top of your wing or something. You'd be fine. I'm, I'm interested to see how Renault ruined this car. <laughs> well, they're Renault, so it wasn't hard. Mm. Oh my no, no! Why did you make it, it four what? doors? I hate that. <laughs> I they made I it four actually... doors. They got rid of the four big square headlights. You're they got rid of the good one. I'm excited to park. Why? Awful. What's up? What? What did they do under the hood? Is it actually storage now, or uh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, is it like just print? empty with some like radiators and shit? I, I yeah. believe because I know empty. somebody who has one of these. Uh, it's it's like a it's a sort of half trunk and half of it's like your washer fluid bottles and things like that. Nope, no nope. no trunk, just washer bottles. Oh, oh, that's horrible. And it's really difficult to get off. Think Audi. Is it an A two? A two level of difficulty. That kind of vibe, like you can't get it so off. So, does it horrible it, problems with like when you put groceries in the trunk, and the fuck out of it on the way home? Yep, that that is one of the points I was going to get to. Yes, <laughs> it's like, it's like a really ugly VW van, isn't it? I I like them. I think so they're ice quite cream cute, won't make it back. But no, I don't it's... like the fact that they get. I hate small cars with five doors because obviously someone in a in a boardroom somewhere's gone. Oh, you gotta have you gotta have five doors, otherwise you can't get in. It it makes the car look awkward it, it just doesn't look right i mean you can tell the fact they try to hide the fact and they do this thing where they, they hide the fact it's got rear doors with a hidden rear handle which also doesn't look right because then you've got a really small disproportionate front door and i hate that even more than just having four doors on it ah because look 
three doors. It's right. It's if the I'm going right to have a ridiculous Renault with engine in the wrong spot, I don't even want back seats. I, I just... Bigger front doors, no back seats. I, 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 can Hi. we have that? I want, I want the three-door twin go. <laughs> Do you want to know how disappointing this is now? Because, you know, bear in mind, this looks like it makes you want to cry. But this is the GT one. So that one Kate was, like, debuted in 2013. The base-level Twingo came out in 2014. It wasn't until 2017 that they thought, oh, maybe we could do a sportier one. But this came out in 2017, this 41. Um, it's a 0.9-litre five-speed manual. Oh, it's a manual, at least. It's only coming there. As far as I can see. There's no 60 in 9.6 seconds with a top speed of 108. Sorry, what was uh, the, uh, the you, you cut out there? What was the, the 0 to 60? Yeah. Abby, no! Abby, you've died! Yeah. Am I back? Hello? Hello? Yeah, sorry. I can hear just fine. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Is it just yeah. me that's dying? It could Maybe. just be you that can't hear me. Oh. Oh no, but yeah, 9.6 seconds. So if you compare this to like its direct competitor of the time, it's still slow. It's very slow for like a sporty city this, car. This is a solid for a disappointment reason. It's, it gets worse. It's still mid-engine mid and rear-wheel drive, but you, you can't go sideways in this one. There's not enough power to go sideways. Well, not with that It attitude. looks at it, thinks about it, and doesn't do it. Uh, it's five days. Uh, Boo gets hot enough to cook breakfast in. Direct quote from Jeremy Clarkson. It was still designed by the same guy, the Cabba Whittinger, but it looks like, in my opinion, it was designed by Renault Trucks. Like, the flat, freight, the flat face to it it just looks like something from Renault Trucks. I mean, it looks it looks a lot better than the uh, smart version of this because this is the uh, a rebound uh, smart rebound as a as a smart, and that looks even worse. Yes, I'm giving this a solid ten, honestly. I'm, I'm I'm pissed. I nearly owned both of these, the smart version and the Twingo, but I went to look at them and went absolutely fucking not. Um, but yeah, I've also prepared some stats to compare this to other mid-engined real drive cars. Oh, that we no. may know about. Oh no! It's it's only one point six seconds slower. Also got handy two seats in the back. Should you decide to have friends, which you know, uh, hang on. Sorry, the the, the, the connection's cutting out for me a second. Of his brother. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat that whole bit again? Sorry, the whole bit cut out. I have to edit this out because obviously I'm not oh, recording. Oh no, I was being really savage. Oh. oh. So yeah, I'm going to stick with a solid eight. That's, that is an eight. Yeah. It's also got aircon. So, you know. I, I think you guys are hating way too much on this thing. It doesn't have a VQ, which means it's better. I'll give it a two. <laughs> it's French. But it has no square fog lamps. <laughs> I want I want square fog lamps and everything now. That's the coolest I thing I've ever seen. I don't think you quite realise how atrocious it is inside. Oh, it's, like, it looks terrible. Everything about that's horrible. I want nothing to do with it, but it doesn't have a VQ. So if you compare this to the Fiat 500, which is one of its sort of competitors, currently, if I wanted to buy like a 2014, 2015 Fiat 500, you're looking at about between five and a half to seven and a half grand, depending on how much miles they've done. This thing you can get for three and a half thousand pound 
because nobody wants them because they're fucking awful. Mm. They are vile. They are so plasticky, so cheap, so shit. <laughs> oh, they, again, I don't disagree that that looks horrible. I never want one. I would rather walk. But it doesn't have a VQ. Well, it's not really a VQ. It's a French VQ. Yeah. It's a... It's more of a live Unless they figured out a way to make it not sound like a pissed off elephant, I'm out. I think... I would say I'll send you a video of it because it doesn't sound like a pissed off elephant to me. Well, but, our, know, our food has just own. come out, so I want to I wanna start wrapping this up because I'm hungry. Um, yeah, give me your score. So I'm giving this a solid 10 on the disappointment scale. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a, angry at this. It's a 7.4 for me. Oh, and, for God's sake. Uh, and, that's, um, and that's because the first Gen Twingo and the video of it being chased by a transit connect to the Nurburgring is my favorite, one of my favorite videos ever. Oh, the original Twingo so, was great. They so I, saw, I saw this Twingo, and I didn't realize that all of them were mid-engine and stupid. If this was just a normal front-wheel drive hatchback, I would love this thing. But uh, it's apparently not that. What's wrong with mid-engine well, and stupid? I don't know how often does your car work. I, I retract my statement. Uh, so I got, I've got my score. I've got, I've, I've got everyone's score apart from yours, Abby. What was your score? Uh, eight. Eight. Okay, so this Actually, gives... No, I'm going to go with a nine. Sorry. Go, going for I a thought nine? about that a bit longer then. Nine. Then I believe, so we got... Oh, God. Twenty-nine add seven. What's, what's twenty-nine add seven? That's... Thirty-six point four. So, up next we've got Matthew. So, Matthew, what have you brought? Ooh. I have brought... An MG EX-E. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if you can tell, but this this car would eventually become the N- MGTF. Oh, the fantastic car, flawless in every single way. Uh, yeah, when, when they're not when they're not petrol bombs, yeah. Yeah, or when they're not they don't blow up outside a, a terrorist house, or when they um they don't break down on the drive home twice. Or... I called it, uh, Matthew. I called it. Did I not? You did. You did call it. Thank you. If you kind of squint, it looks like a Jag. Yeah, it, I, I looked. Well, I thought it that. It looked like the, the XJ220. It, 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 it if I, if I didn't know all of them, and you had told me this is a mid-engine Corvette concept, I would have believed you. So, I, I I only brought this in as a bonus, so I've only got some some base level facts for you. Uh, so, I'm I'm not sure about any information about the TF. If you go to the next picture, you'll see that. I'm surprised you didn't um, use my pictures of mine, to be honest. I don't have any pictures of yours. I've got videos of you in the boot. <laughs> they're a fun but, little car. They're a bit tall. They're a bit yeah, but they do have the best but, engine. So, but no, that that's ugly, right? Wow. So if you go back, one, if you go back one and you compare it to that, so the the cockpit. This is an '80s concept, by the way. Ah, okay. See, this looks like you have cocaine. The other car looks like you'll do things for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so the uh, the entire uh, co- cockpit is based on uh, a fighter plane. So, like, it's got really futuristic dashboard and everything, and the glass dome, all that good stuff. But the the thing that that got me interested and made me think that how disappointing it was 
was the fact that this was supposed to have the the three liter V six uh, engine for the Metro six R four rally car. Yes. So this would have so literally this, just been a miniature version of the Jaguar XJ220. This would have been a missile. This would have oh. literally been a missile with you know turbofan wheels, which I love. I don't know. I think you've got a problem with them, haven't you, Alex? You, you don't no, like No, I love turbofans. I just don't like unlocking oh, cars. But it's it's like super uh, fighter pilot, uh, fighter planey, and it's also got a drag coefficient of 0.24. Oh. Okay, yeah, this is a ten as well. Um, I'm just, I'm straight there, yeah. Cause... You, you don't, you don't even need to know the information about the TF to to know how disappointing it is compared to. I mean, this. I, I can give you the rough. I mean, uh, you can get them with a selection of uh, Rover K series, the Superior K series engines, uh, ranging from one point six to, I believe, two liters. Uh, you could get red lines ranging from about seven point two to, I think, eight point one, uh, and I think the the top trim could get like 210 brake horsepower i think um but they were renowned for being a bit too high to, to drive so they, they rolled a bit too much uh and if you had the original f which is, had hydrogas suspension it was absolutely hopeless as a sports also car. if you go back to the ex e uh, a little interesting fact for this even though it's an 80s concept uh it has a hands-free mobile uh phone system oh okay that's interesting yeah, so the speakers were in the headrest, so you could be heard clearly. I that's that's actually a lot better than most hands-free stuff today. Oh man! Go oh. back to the. I'm actually also, sad they never made this now. If you look at the uh, the rear quarter panel, uh, like me. sort of just above the wheel, really, really far away from where the bonnet actually opens is where the the battery is stowed away and hidden. <laughs> ah. Yeah, so that's going to be a pain but, in the neck to... Hmm. Yeah, but, but the the payoff is a, a Metro rally engine with turbofan wheels in a fighter plane for the road. I, I like that a lot. And that... again, just... just just take just take um, uh, you know ten seconds to soak that in, and then go back to the other picture. Because thing is, you're looking at this. This would have been a 911 competitor, and this is an MR2 competitor. Is it a competitor? Very inferior MX5. Uh, actually, I think you find the MX5 is wrong because it has the engine in the wrong place. But you know, really, because it seems to work pretty often. Yeah. Oh God, what's that over there? Is that the time? Mine is currently broken, but it broke after after a weekend at the racetrack. See, mine doesn't break so debilitating. Mine just breaks in ways that tries to kill me. See? Mine and I actually fine. drove mine home from the racetrack, even though it was a bit it came apart after I got home. <laughs> wow. But it made it home. Yeah. That's the main thing here. It was very noisy when it made it home, but it made it home. So what's our scores on the pilot for bearing this one, guys? Fell out. Nine point six nine. You're just doing this to be annoying, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, I'm giving this that a solid a, 10. That's a 10 for me, that is. Um, 9.884. Oh, for God's sake, man. <laughs> I'm going to round that to 9.88 to spite you. 6.69. Oh, for God's sake. <sighs> 
6.69. I, uh... I hate my job. So Don't volunteer to be in charge of numbers. Oh, God. I, I didn't think you were all going to be tits. <laughs> it, admittedly, it was me who started tits, it. I nice. do apologise, but, you know. <laughs> I have my reasons. I wanted some entertainment. I wanted to see you struggle. I'm having to actually write things down now. I hope you're happy. <laughs> you're going to do a bit of long division or something? I did think about bringing the uh, Dodge Copperhead, but I thought that would, that would be a bit... I don't think it ever became a thing, did it? Uh, it kind of did. It. That's what was so disappointing about it, was the fact that it was just like a special edition Viper that looked slightly different when it came out. So, and it was like... ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, are we ready for the scores on the doors? Yes. No. So, coming in at a joint last... We have the Brabus and the Neon being the least disappointing of the two we've brought uh, of the five we brought in today. Do you want to fight to the death over this, or are we going to accept not being last? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can retroactively, you know, give me more points. I'm pretty sure no. if we show the picture of the production Neon again, Abby will give me more points. Yeah, I'd rather fucking gouge my eyes out than look at that. <laughs> Awful. Coming in at. Third, so now we're getting on the podium. We have... Drumroll, please. That was a pathetic drumroll. I'm going to have to add one in, well, in oh, post now. My, my mic only activates when I talk, so I did do a drumroll, but it just didn't pick up. <laughs> so coming in at third, we've got Dalen with the SS thing. The Nazi truck. With a 32.34 as a score, because you guys hate me. Coming in in second, the second most disappointing thing we've seen, with 36.4, it's Abby's twin run, which means taking the crown with the least stats of any of the vehicles brought and researched the most last minute of them all, the MGXE, which comes in at 46.264 points. You say it was researched the least, but I, I I knew about it for quite a long time. That's how I knew to go straight for it. It's just I didn't have time to get the stats, so I couldn't be accurate with them. That, I'm, I am actually really gutted, because that, that is such a cool thing. And I unfortunately made by a company that was consistently going under, which is a tragedy. Anyway, my food is cooked and downstairs, and I'm very hungry, and I have work in... Uh, Oh boy, two hours. So, I'm going to go and have my food now. Uh, has anyone got any adverts to, to, to shield? Oh, I forgot to say we didn't have Paran on today, because Paran's busy. Uh, so that's why Paran's not oh, here today. Wow. Yeah. Can, I just, can I just say, I came on here only for Paran, and he's not here, and I'm disappointed. Uh, well, I, hopefully he'll be back oh, soon. I'm, I'm glad, you know. I'll remember that. <laughs> so, um... I've got a small ad. Uh, we're going to be doing a build series on the MR2 on the channel soon, which is going to be fun and exciting. Uh, I might have to start with uh, underglow as opposed to suspension, like I was going to start with, because uh, things aren't arriving on time. But we will we will see. That's my advert. Uh, anyone else got anything to advertise, or are you have to go into just where we can find each other? Everything keeps yes. inside. I think my my connection's not very good, you know. 
So no, that was that was no one saying anything because I think we were all thinking. Oh, I mean, you you can find me on TikTok at, at Depressed Welsh Boy, but like I don't post anything. So, uh, Tyler, uh, hang on, let's see if I can get it right this time. You're on Instagram and Snapchat at Spike three eight three. Yep. Yeah. And you're doing a diesel on YouTube. Because I, I keep putting it down as 382 for some reason in the descriptions. I will put any link trees in as well. Because I know, Dalen, you say that your Instagram has your link tree. I'll put your link tree in the description. But yes. where, what is your Instagram anyway? It's uh, Dalen underscore C. And, and, and you post can I post various things sporadically on YouTube and TikTok. Mm. Abby, where can we find you? Usually posting content about me, I don't know, crying or something, because you just... I've also got things for sale on eBay on my link tree as well. Oh. Um, oh, of course I forget you, break cars. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut your advert short. I feel quite bad now. <laughs> I've never actually mentioned it on the podcast before. You haven't, no. You can well, buy things off Dalen well, if you live in Tennessee. That... Not Tennessee. Kentucky. Yes. I, they, they, I do ship things on eBay. If it's listed on eBay, I, can, I will ship it. Can you can you ship me uh, a VQ engine so I can stick it in the back of a Twingo? I mean, <laughs> I can get you one. Then I'll I'll get you a quote on that, and I'll get back to you shortly. Oh, uh, you want me to pay for it? Oh no, that's no, <laughs> that's that's not that's not what I'm about, mate. I I, I meant. I'll send you a free engine if I can pick one of the ones I have laying around here. See that that would be an interesting one because I know with you that could be anything from a F three five five V eight to like a random bus engine from the forties. So. That's that's a risk I'd be willing to take, as I like the idea of either you know F three five five power Twingo or an old nineteen forties bus engine just stuffed in the back of a Twingo as well. I reckon you could fit an LS in the back of a Twingo. Yes, you could fit most things in the back of a Twingo. You just if might a VQ will fit, an LS will definitely fit because an LS is actually smaller than a VQ. An LS is surprisingly a small engine, isn't it? Um, to fit an LS into my MX five, you need to like notch two little corner bits off the back of like near the firewall and then it just falls in place other than that and it's actually not the ls that doesn't fit it's the transmission bell i was like on the t56 abby where can we find you under you okay uh <laughs> i don't know how to <laughs> anyway so that has been oh, I've... I've broken something oh dear uh all right i'm just gonna have to say that's that it that's it for us so thank you very much for watching um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, I don't know what time zone you're in, but have a good day, good evening, good night, I guess. So, from me, Alex, goodbye. Every time, Bye. guys. Every time. Every time. Bye. 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 Why do we need to say bye? Just end the show. They'll go away.